So heads up, there's uh, something kind of big going on on Sunday if you've been stuck under a rock. Or maybe just maybe you've turned social media and the internet off. Can't fault you for that one either. Right. AJ and McCall VFX. And in fact, we're going to predict the winner of that game in traditional fashion. Oh, yeah. A little bit later this morning with our explosion pick. One of my favorites. But before that, one of the things I love about uh, the Super Bowl in particular is that they... um, have all these weird prop bets. Like, you can normally bet right. on score and who's going to win the MVP and stuff like that. But then they have these weird ones that I thought, all right, well, McCall gave us a great breakdown yesterday of the things to say so that if you're hanging out at a party, it sounds like you know what you're talking about. Well, this one, nope, nobody knows this, so it's just pure pure pick. Yeah. Like, what color is the liquid going to be that's poured on the game-winning coach? Mm. Red's the favorite, but you've is got really? orange, yellow, green, clear, water, blue, purple. I'm going to go with yellow or green. That is the third most likely choice, according to betters, but they don't know. I think it was, was it yellow yesterday or last year? I mean, I have no idea. I feel like it was yellow last year. This one's funny because a mask, which coach's nostrils will be seen first? Oh, that's great. (laughs) I like that. Oh, that's ridiculous. Isn't Andy Reid one of them? Yes. It is Andy Reid and Bruce Arians. I'm, I'm best. I'm betting on that one. This one's good. So the halftime show, of course, is the weekend. Uh-huh. Says so the bet is normally uh it's a twelve to thirteen minutes for most halftime shows with a medley of songs. Mm-hmm. How many songs will the weekend and any guests perform? The line is at eight, and sixty seven percent of people think that it's gonna go over. I do too. I think I think his performance is gonna be twenty, twenty five minutes well, you long. Think it's gonna be a long one. I do. I really Interesting. do. I know they were really mad. I think Prince was the last one that really like had a long one and people were like, Prince just Yep. And then speaking of his performance, which guests will appear on stage? Surprise guests have become pretty common. Ariana Grande is the odds-on favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's Doja Cat, Drake, Kenny G for some reason is in there. <laughs> Kenny, I feel like Kenny G just like always shows up as like a surprise, I'm here. Just in case. That one day, that one year you bet on him is just gonna clean house. Mm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with did he did he do his collaboration with Doja Cat? Yeah, on uh I can't remember what song it was. Yes, I'm going with Doja Cat. Doja Cat. Yeah. In your eyes. Yep. That's right. I was like, I can't remember which one it was, but it was like a groove. But all of his songs from this album have been the same kind of groove. I don't know which one it is. <laughs> and lastly, you can bet on the puppy bowl. Team Fluff versus Team Rough. Obviously Team Fluff. <laughs> It's just ridiculous to me. Like, I like I don't know. I like to I like to place the occasional bet, but I like to have like a feeling that I I kind of know why I'm predicting, as opposed to like the nostril thing. It's pure luck. Like, what if someone just catches their hand in their mask one time and it's just pure accident? It's a stupid thing to bet on. It's yeah. hilarious. Oh yeah, dumb. I think it's great. You may have noticed this morning, got a little little sprinkling on the ground. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, someone from the East Coast sent us a message because they got a question for us. Because oh. I, I don't know if you were there, but in the after show, I know Producer Butters and I talked about what it would be like to get stuck in one of those 30-inch blizzards that Ugh. the East Coast is getting pounded with right now. Awful. Well, they find themselves in a, a precarious situation. Okay. Yeah, people move occasionally. So Sometimes. we have some fans of the AJ McCall show that have found themselves in other places. Okay. And one of those places is in Pennsylvania. Said, hey, AJ and McCall was listening to the after show, heard producer Butters and AJ talking about being stuck here at a blizzard. Well, starting to get some snow. Well, we live in one of those neighborhoods where the houses are super packed together. Mm. And uh, one of our uh, neighbors in the, or in the neighborhood, not our direct neighbor, I think is what he means, 
uh, has a snowblower and usually, of course, takes care of it and then takes care of the person next to it. We do not have one. Okay. Now, with the type of snow we're looking at, I don't think anybody wants to shovel. No. So is it rude to walk over and ask if we can borrow it and or have him snowblow our stuff, driveway? Driveway's the word I was looking for. (laughs) Our stuff. Stuff. (laughs) The roof. Please get on the roof. No. It's not rude. I don't think so. I think if you ask politely. I think in that situation, right? Like it's 30 inches. Right. I don't think I don't think it's uh, impolite to go over and say, hey, we don't have one. You know, I'm sure the Home Depot's and, that? and Lowe's and whatever are probably sold out at that <laughs> point. So well, see, that was the follow up question I wanted to ask you since you live out more in the open area and you guys have all the different uh, tools and such. At what point, because I don't know how often these type of blizzards come along, because 30 inches is a lot, we uh-huh. were saying early on, but at what point does it become, I don't want to say irresponsible, but kind of on you to own up and be like, all right, I know where we live, we occasionally get these big storms, maybe maybe, maybe I ought to invest in one. You know, I f- feel like everybody kind of gets caught up with that kind of stuff. Like, for us, you know, we have a snowblower Okay, Steve McCall's. Well, there you go, uh, listener. McCall can help you. Here's here's the problem. We have an issue with our snowblower, so we have had to like hand shovel. Oof. So, which whatever, no big deal. Um, that being said, we want something that's not a shovel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, the plow on the front of a ranger or something, right? So, <laughs> doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what it is. Just invest in just, that. Just something. Side hustle. Yeah, side hustle. You're welcome. So, uh, that being said. I do feel like if he just goes over and says, hey, you know, we biffed up, I'm sure, again, like everywhere is going to be sold, especially in like a bigger city where these guys are sending us a message from. I'm sure they are just out, out. So if they prepared for the next one, you know, maybe made an order online or maybe waited until whatever, then it's not a big deal. I would offer, honestly, to pay them. Whether it be, hey, I'll give you, you know, 50 bucks or something. Know, yeah. Please come over and shovel my stuff. At least exactly. Something. Like, offer to do something. Yes. Don't just be I like, completely agree. hey, totally I live agree. here and you should feel bad for me. No. So no, do no, my no, stuff. No, no, no. no. See, yeah, I'm like, glad you said that because yeah. I'm totally on board. Some form of, whether it's financial, energetic, whatever, compensation. You gotta, you gotta do something. Hey, so there's 12 inches on the ground, and I don't want to shovel. I will bring you some fresh, warm cookies if you snowblow our uh, driveway. That'd be great. Thanks. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Exactly. Please. So that's my opinion. Yeah. No, I'm on board. I was just thinking about. It. I was like, what would I do if the street? I'd be stuck because they, our parking lot, the way that works is. There's this fence that's supposed to separate the yard part from the parking lot, uh-huh. and it's been backed into and pushed and whatever. So it like leans it well past the 45 degree angle, uh-huh. and they just be, nobody cares because they're doing right. Anything. So when the snowplow comes in to clean our parking lot, he just pushes all the big pile of snow up against it, right? Which is right behind one of the parking spots. So I'm like, I'm just gonna get snowed in. We get that kind of snow, and he oh, man, piles that'd be that sweet. up. It's gonna like be taller than my house. That'd be sweet. Oh boy. When it comes to your relationship. Which one of you is the one that wants to leave? And which one of you is, more importantly, the one that can't get out of the conversation, can't make their way out? We examine that because apparently McCall gets <laughs> held hostage. Who huh? in your relationship is the one 
that holds you back from leaving whenever you're ready to go. <laughs> you collectively decide, AJ McCall at VFX, you collectively decide, uh-huh. all right, we're ready to go. Half an hour later, you're still there because, as they normally say, oh, I just, I didn't want to be rude, or they asked me a question, and you're, who's the one that keeps it, and who's the one that's sitting there, like, trying to figure out every body language, hand sign, eye gesture, anything possible to convey we are supposed to be leaving? Um... It depends on the situation and where we are. Majority of the time, it is the person whose house we are at. So usually, like if Dustin and I are to go over to whoever's house it is, they are the ones that are still holding us there. Like we both know. Okay, let's go. We're ready. No, but it's 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 the same kind of it's the same same kind of like situation. Both of us are like, okay, well, we're not going to leave because it's rude to just be like, okay, well, I'm bored being here, so I'll see you later. Like, so we sit there and have have conversation, and it's always enjoyable conversation. So it doesn't ever feel like we're like being forced to to stay. You know what I mean? Generally, you're just not miserable. Like, it's exclusively the person. Who normally, when we're with people, right? It's me who's like, all right, let's we're leave. out, and we're then leaving. We stuck. Yep, it's not terrible. Very rarely are we there, and I'm like, okay, that was awful. And yeah, I'm kind of upset now that we stayed that. No, long. and you know, I'm we, just like, we're done. Yeah, let's leave. So we both, I feel like we both have like our our people gauges, if you will, that get drained. Our people tanks, maybe, where you right. know, you you just get empty. I'm on board, and I'm on it's board like, with this measurement device, right. and I agree. And and Dustin and I, I mean, we've been together for seven and a half years, and I feel like we both have that. Like, we both collectively can sense when the other one's like, okay, I'm done. I'm happy that you reached that point, because yeah. I'm it's still great. at the point where I'm trying, like, if I had a legit flare gun, there's a couple times I'd be like, <laughs> So I was trying to figure this out with a friend the other day. Uh, We were in a situation that it was like, okay, I'm ready to leave. And I was like ready to leave pretty early. (laughs) So I'm ready to go now. Come up with a safe word. Code purple. Yo, when we left, we both said to each other, we need a safe word. She's like, I was trying to like shoot eye signals towards you. And I was hoping I was like. McCall, read my eyeballs right now. Like very, very much that. So there have been situations that I feel like I need to have a generic. Okay, heads up. If we're going anywhere and you're ready to leave, just say kumquat and we'll go. Like done. So, of course, uh, the other part of this is uh, my married friend told me what they do is they agree on a set amount of time. He said works for them. All their married friends do it. That said, like, uh, we're going to go neighbors three hours. Stay three hours. We're gone. And all their married friends supposedly do it. Well, McCall didn't believe it. We didn't get any support for it via the text line or social media yesterday. Nope. So apparently it's not as great as my friend wanted to try and convince us it was. No, I'm telling you, like, maybe it works elsewhere, but <laughs> like in Utah, no sorry, Bob. It do not work. Well, I just go back to if it involves some willpower that if I had, I don't think uh, losing <laughs> weight would be on my uh, New Year's resolution for like the 15th year in a row. So. Yeah. Three, uh, five more minutes, and then five more minutes is 30 minutes. Yep. Yep. I think the challenge with the safe word, which that one I'm back to, is you got to find something that's obvious enough that it stands out, but not so weird that it draws the entire attention of everyone. Yeah. Because you can't just be like, hippopotamus, like, what? Sorry, I have animal Tourette's. It's just a penguin. Sorry, I just shout them out. You just got to figure out how to bring up, like, 
I'll start using TESOL because I'll start bringing that up because that's in a normal conversation. It is. So <laughs> if I bring up TESOL. I think that might be a little bit too normal because heaven no. forbid someone gets you on the subject of your dogs. What are you going to do if you have to avoid saying TESOL? I'll just bring it up out the of nowhere. The red healer one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll just say TESOL, but I'll make eye contact with that person. TESOL. <laughs> She's listening right now, and she's like, oh, my gosh, Mama, what? Not a good sign when McCall says there's a lot of stupid in the stories Hmm. today. My bad. AJ and McCall on VFX. What do you got in the Florida Night Headlines? Well, we got headline number one. A Grubhub driver got arrested after he stole a teacup poodle puppy off of someone's porch while delivering food, which, okay, there's a whole lot of... You're an idiot involved with this because, you know, Grubhub has to pay you, so you have to have your stuff, like, I don't know, linked. Well, I don't think that the family's going to come out either and be like, ah, eh, the puppy's got, eh, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Figure it out later. Exactly. So there's story one. Then we got headline number two. Some car flies 125 feet in the air, crashes through the roof of a house. The driver, good. <laughs> of course. Why would he not? I 25. Mean, that's... <laughs> Missed a curve, hit a ditch, went airborne into the roof. What are you thinking in that situation? (laughs) I can't say it out loud because if I do, (laughs) then I'm going to get in trouble. And then we got headline number three. A bar confiscates a girl's fake ID. Okay. So she calls the cops because, you know, how dare they take my... In what world? (laughs) She's 18. (laughs) Okay. I just... I don't want to interview her because I'd be afraid that Mm. that amount of stupid is contagious. Her name's Blakely. But Blakely, I'm speaking directly to you. What was the master plan here? Your fake ID was going to be... The cops were like, oh, yeah, that's hers. Give her her fake ID that she was using to illegally drink Inside of a bar. Right. Right. So there you go. Three crazy stories. How about that? (laughs) You hit a curb. Your car's airborne. You're flying through and you crash. What the heck are you thinking, AJ McCall at VFX? I'm, I'm going to uh, resort back to my original answer. I can't say it on air. Because <gasps> any any option that I had running through my head, I'm like, there's got to be prob- a nope. No, mm, there's, nope. there's probably a curse word coming. A few. No, I'm probably going to say fiddlesticks. <laughs> like it's one of those oh, moments man. where your brain can't process it right away. So <laughs> what? like maybe just maybe before I crash, I'm like, wait, how is this physically possible? <laughs> is this a glitch? <laughs> How fast is your car traveling? I mean, once you get 125 feet in the air, like I feel like that's gonna take a minute to get up that high. I feel like what? things are gonna go slow motion. What do you What do you think, Vince? How fast do you think you gotta be going? I don't know. Which one do you think is it? Which one? Do I think of uh, the. I don't know. <laughs> right now, if I had to guess, that story was at two, right? Uh, yeah, it was story 90, number two. Ninety miles an hour. How about that? Does that answer your question? Is that a physics question? Hmm. <laughs> If, if, <laughs> if dumb criminal from story number two is traveling 90 miles an hour and hits a ramp with Obviously, an incline of six Florida. inches, how far will he make it? 125 feet. <laughs> Let's hear the full story. Okay, so we got story number one. A uh, Grubhub driver stole a puppy Stupid. from a porch. So, like, was his shift over? Like, there's just No, so many- he was delivering pizza. Was, like, he was so, delivering pizza to the, the place. McCall, I think he was going to leave him in the car. I mean, if he's in the car with him, it's not a big deal. No, I mean, like, because if his shift wasn't over, what, what was he going to do with the dog? Well, with Grubhub, all you do is drive. Like, Yeah, but what, he, he's going to just go home? He's got to drop off more pizzas. I mean, if somebody else ordered pizzas, yeah. 
Who's going to leave the puppy But otherwise, he could just take home. Anyway, doesn't matter. Ten months old. Poor puppy. Didn't need to get stolen. His guy's garbage human being made me so mad. Yeah, I'm just, like, shocked. Anyway, they ended up getting the puppy back. That's the good news. And this that guy got arrested news. because trash, hu- trash can of a human being. I'm just, I'm shocked at the fact that this guy thought, you know what? I'm going to use my job where they have my full name, my place of residence, my social security number, all of my information, including the fact that I'm delivering a pizza to this house at this very moment in time. To steal a dog. To steal a dog. Yeah. Idiot. There's story one. <laughs> story number two. We got a guy who was speeding earlier this week, accidentally missed a curve, hit a ditch. His car went airborne, flew 125 feet, crashed through a roof. Somehow he survived. Charges against him are pending right now. He was on a 35 mile an hour road. Okay. Well, he was definitely going faster. Than 115. Very he was going 115. Oh, man. I said 90. I thought it was close. Well, I mean, sort of. Closer than 35. Why were you going 115 out of 35? I have no idea. He's 25. There's story number two. And then we got story number three. A bar took an 18-year-old girl's fake ID on Tuesday. And instead of leaving, because the bartender carded her, he said, you look like you're 15 years old. She flashed her fake ID, and he was like, stolen. (laughs) Like. (laughs) Idiot. So this, yeah. This is so fake. Her name is McKamey Queen. No, it's not. I, you're McLovin, 23-year-old organ donor from Hawaii. Really? When they, the, when they ran the license number, it belonged to some random guy in three states oh, over. Geez. Now she's facing charges for trying to mislead police by representing or by presenting a fake ID because she called the police called and was like, cop. "He took my ID." Duh! It's illegal. That's his job. There you go. Three crazy stories. Idiots. I think it's two or three. Because I don't know. I have no idea. I'm not working construction in Florida. But I feel like car crashes, just because I have no respect for the state, have to be common. And then three. she's an idiot. I mean, the fake ID was terrible. Then she called the cops because apparently they were going to side with her, even though she was doing the illegal thing. It's two or three. So which one? I'm thinking we're going to go with story number two. You want to do number two. So he wants to do the math problem of 115. If he, someone's driving 115, they hit an incline, and they travel 125 feet. How high was the incline? Dude, I just wonder how long it took him to, like, land. Like, that's my question. Like, how long was it that you were like, Because I get it, okay? He was going 115 <laughs> miles an hour. So I'm sure Did there's some... Did see it? He's <laughs> like, Whoa. <laughs> Glitch in the Matrix? <laughs> it's, it's story number two. It's not. I'm sorry. Oh. I know. Freaking Iowa <laughs> is where that one happened. <laughs> we talked about Iowa in our after show yesterday. We did. And Bruce about us what's retired. Now it's something else to warn him about. Yep. You got to watch out for cars, cars flying 125 feet. feet. It's not a good mental exercise to try and get in the head and understand why Florida Not Criminals are the way they are. Right. AJ McCall at VFX. But I mean, Corey, help me out here. If you had to guess what the girl's story number three thought a fake ID meant, your guess would be? I don't know. Probably just uh, doing whatever I want. Yeah, yeah. Probably actually, yeah. yeah that's fair. reasonable. Yeah, that's why I would call the cops too. But I got to check my fake ID. Be like, uh, it's a fake ID. You're not allowed to have that. Sort of illegal. You can't have it. Fake 
legal document. Oopsie. <sighs> Two remaining stories. Let's get the recap. Make sure. I feel pretty convinced it's story number three, but let's hear it just one more time. One more time. All right. Story number one. We've got this guy who works for Grubhub, and he had to deliver a pizza, as you do when you work for Grubhub. Yeah, he went to go. Pizza. Yeah. He went to go deliver this pizza at this house, saw a cute little teacup poodle puppy, and thought, eh, they're probably not going to tip me great, so I'm just going to take their dog. I, I don't know what else this guy's uh, justification in his brain was, was that like, oh, that's not mine. Just kidding. It's mine now. Got to be a really confusing message when your Grubhub driver texts back, I'm here. Also, don't worry about paying me. Got it covered. Got it covered. Exactly. What? So anyway, this guy got arrested. Dog got returned, thankfully. Grubhub is like, hey, we're shocked and appalled by this behavior. There is no tolerance for it. I mean, yes, but what what would you expect him to say? Come on, let's hear his side. He stole a dog. Right. The driver has been banned permanently from their platform, so that's good to know, I guess. Story one. Hide your dogs. Hide your dogs. This guy's going to steal them. And then we got story number three. A bar took an 18-year-old girl's fake ID on Tuesday, and instead of leaving, she called the cops because she was upset because the ID was real. So then the cops showed up, checked the whole thing out. They were like, no, it's not real. I don't know, like, the audacity that she had to have in this moment. Like, did she just hope the cops wouldn't show up and look at it? You know what I mean? No, no, no. She wanted them there. She did. This, was she, she just trying them. to make a stink? Like, hopefully they won't actually show up because there's bigger things going well, on. We know that she's not 21, so nope. I'm going to say youth entitlement. Maybe. Just yeah. a spoiled brat. Yeah. Bartender carded her because she looked 15. She's like, I'm 18. Here's my ID. Bartender was like, <laughs> that mine. You know, I once in college had a girlfriend who went 21 and she had a fake ID. Uh-huh. I don't condone this type no, of no, behavior. No. But she was like, come drink with me. And I'm like, no. And That's- she's like, no, I got a fake ID. I'm like, you realize if we get busted... I'm in in trouble. trouble. Right. So there's your uh, two remaining crazy stories. Good luck. Uh, I still think it's number three with Blakely from... Her name is Blakely Sands. Blakely McLovin from Hawaii. Her her first name was McKamey. McKamey McLovin. There you go. Queen. McKamey Queen. (laughs) So I think it's that one, but there is story number one with the dude stealing the dog. What do you think here, Corey? The first one stealing the dog. That one, I mean, I kind of hope it's the third one. Let's go story number three. I respect that. I feel like he was like, McCall, dogs. Uh, uh, no, 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 three. Talk to himself said, dude. Okay. Is it McCall? Whatever, McQue- McQueen. McQueen, story number three. <laughs> it's not. I'm sorry. That, oh. that one, I know, happened in Oklahoma. You know what? Now that I think about it, it's probably true. I feel like Florida's probably got a tust, like the standard issue or the, the industry standard is actually what I mean. When it comes to fake IDs, yeah. you know, spring break and all that. Right. <sighs> Dang it. Sorry. <laughs> now I feel bad. I'm sorry, Corey. I'm an idiot. I thought for sure it was the fake ID. Okay, no winner this morning on Florida Not on VFX. Completely my fault. I, I'm sorry. Shame on my dojo. Shame on the dojo. Um, McCall mentioned this a little bit earlier. Yeezy moved some Yeezys out of the house. 500 of them. A lot. Yeah. I mean, wow. Yeah. Yee uh, had a little bit of moving to do recently. It's reported that he took 500 pairs of shoes out of the house. Well, I guess Kim was on a, what'd you say, girl's vacation? I mean, yeah. 
It's rich, rich girls' vacation. <laughs> Going to Turks Caicos. AJ McCall on VFX. And sure, we can comment on the number of shoes, but let, let's be honest. You own your own shoe company. I mean, you better have five hundred like shoes. I'll be honest. If you if you have your own clothing company, you should probably have a lot of shoes. I completely agree. Frankly, I don't have my own clothing company, but as a strike at which tomorrow, I would probably have a few pairs of sneakers. I'm gonna be honest. The yeah. question I wanted to ask okay. is, as a fella, this resonates hard with me because women, you don't lose clothes in the breakup. Us fellas, we do. Okay. I believe I have two or three sweatshirts that exist somewhere in the country. Oh, for sure. That are not mine. That are mine, that but are- been confiscated. Yes. They're not mine anymore. I ain't getting right. back. Right. Clearly, the shoes were important to Yeezy. Thought no matter what, Kim ain't getting her hands on these. I'm making sure that these is gone. Right. So, if un- unspeakable were to happen, and you had to get one thing out of the house to make sure that you wanted in the divorce, the breakup, whatever, what is the thing you were making sure you were rushing out of the house? <laughs> I don't know. It's difficult for me because I know that like in any like situation it would be like it's fine, you can have it. Right. At this situation. So then what's the thing you would want the most? I don't know. Ah. <gasps> uh, rocks. I don't know. I was, uh T- TV? I uh duh. I would take my car collections. I've been building those things up since I was a kid. Like it would devastate me. Absolutely oh, yeah. devastate me to lose any of them. And it would probably look ridiculous with me being like, what did you get? Oh, I got the best thing. And I have four oh, arm- cards. arms of four binders there. But most Pokemon, those Digimon, and those Yu-Gi-Oh cards are mine. They are mine. You ain't getting none of them. We ain't splitting them. We ain't going through half and half. They're gone. I'm moving them. I just like, I don't feel like I have anything valuable. Like, I have shoes, but, like, even my shoes, like, this one is holding on by, like, five threads. (laughs) (sighs) Call gonna come out empty-handed. She ain't gonna have a Yeezy-type move, then. 500 shoes is so many shoes. How do you even, like, move that many pairs of shoes? Do you have to have, like, a U-Haul truck? Forklift and pallets. Forklift and pallets. Forklift and pallets. Holy cow. Friday means the conclusion of Park Narc. Still time to vote, though. Which parking spot is the most annoying in Cashville? This is critical because public shame is the only way that's effective to get these people to stop. You can't be like, all right, don't do it again. Slap on the wrist. They're going to do it again. Right. Who are our nominees? VFX's Park Narcs always comes to a conclusion on Friday, so make your vote count on our Facebook page at the top Utah's VFX. Which parking spot is the worst? The first nominee, how many lines can I touch? Well... Actually, when you look at this picture closer, it's like, which one of these cars is parked correctly? Because that car's at an angle. There's a car coming in perfectly, like, horizontal. There's one vertical. At first, I was going to say, you know, look, it's a box. Because there's a lot of what the heck going on here. But uh, I think the offender is the one that is parked. Yeah, the the silver car on the left part of the picture you can see again on our social media. I think it's absolutely the worst of the bunch. But it's like, which one is the right one? Yeah. Good gosh. Yeah. That's nominee number one. Nominee number two, kiss the corral. I don't understand why anyone in their right mind would park next to a like a cart stall. Like I'm I obviously don't have the biggest trust of people in parking lots, but why would you even risk it? 
I don't know. Somebody commented and said, number two isn't hurting anyone. The space is already ruined by the cart return. I'll park like this every chance I get. But the, the problem is, is that they're taking up another parking spot. And that's where the problem is. Because I don't care if you're going to like park like a jerk next to the cart corral and just do your thing inside of that one spot. The problem is, is that they're taking up two spots. That's where the issue is. What if, what if that person commenting is the driver of this truck? Skyler, is that you? What if this is that's what if that's who it is? This may be the first time ever they return to the scene of the crime. I don't know. You know, I I understand kind of like where he's coming from because it's like, yeah, but why wouldn't you just try and take up like both of them? Just double park that line. <laughs> well, the thing is is the argument would be, okay, well, if he parked there. I would imagine that there wasn't a vehicle there before because he's taken up a decent chunk of that right part yeah. of that second right, space. Right, So just park in that second space. Yeah, exactly. Like, park in the second space, double park it. It doesn't matter. The way that it's parked is like he wanted to get as close to the corral as possible. That's what I don't understand. I uh, know whatever. this person's the one that's not going to put their cart back still, despite the fact they're right there. Yeah. Right there. Basically. They're one of those people that leaves it in the parking spot. That's who they are. Yeah. All right, McCall, make your prediction. Which is going to be deemed the worst parking spot in Cache Valley this week? Thus far, I'm assuming number one, just based solely... It's a lot to look at. Yeah, solely on that. Solely on the fact that there's a lot to look at. Our votes don't count. We just tap into McCall's intuition, which if you didn't know, it's very high. Utah's VFX pinned to the top of our Facebook page. Which parking spot is the most obnoxious? Get you so mad, clearly, for Skylar. It's not number two. No, guess not. So make your vote. Put your vote in. Just safely take a picture, send it to our social media, Utah's VFX. Bam. Also, right after that, we'll find out who the last winner of this week is for VFX Cupid, Cupid gift bag giveaway. $50 gift card every day next week as well. Get signed up at utahsvfx.com. Valentine's Day coming up, McCall. Yes. Going to probably be a lot of lovey-dovey and ooey-gooey and all what? that. What? Two questions for you. Okay. Can you decipher of the lovey-dovey ooey-gooey which is real and which is fake. Ooh. And does it annoy you? Probably. Do you judge people who post about their relationship, and I quote, too much on social media? <laughs> AJ McCall on VFX. I think that laugh is a admittance of yes from the McCall Taylor. I would say yeah. I definitely think I do. Just blowing up my feed. Just get, yeah. Yes. So this is something that I have come to learn. And we have talked about this before you and I have, AJ. Yes. On when people post about their relationship a ton. Anytime anybody... Now, granted, birthdays, anniversaries... Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day, different kind of story, you know? Majority of the time, if somebody is posting on social media about... Their relationship, they are looking for external validation because they're not getting it internally. They're looking for that little dose of dopamine from that like or that (laughs) comment or that, oh my gosh, you're so cute, because they're not getting it internally. Couple of numbers to back this up. So only fifty-one percent of Americans say they do judge couples who post much, which I say is crap. It's because the, the forty-nine. Crap. It's because the forty-nine percent are the ones who are posting on the on social media. Uh, but on top of that, so there is more forgiveness as well. Like McGuire mentioned, the special occasions said for, uh, Valentine's Day, which is of course coming up next week. Only nineteen percent of people say it's annoying when someone posts a couple's picture. Which I gotta mm-hmm. say, 
How jaded are you? Are you single? That on Valentine's Day, someone's like, oh, I hate you. This is ridiculous. Talking about love. That's dumb. <laughs> that being said, I completely agree with you, though. To me, the Golden State, like you probably, maybe you have a couple in mind. To me, there's one that just I picture when I talk about this, and it's the couple whose girlfriend also runs the boyfriend's Instagram account because he never wanted one. Right. And it's weird to me when the photos come up of her and the nice things are said about her on his Instagram, which he's not running. She is. I'm like, right. That is odd. Crazy to me. Yeah. Super crazy. Yeah. I go back. I, uh, <laughs> there was actually a study that was done based on like recently based on how you can predict if a couple is going to break up based on the increase of the social media posts. Yeah. Yeah. And I wanted to look at that. I actually wanted to point one more thing out. Uh-huh. So 47% of people do say they wish their partner posted more. Cause I think you're, you're darned yeah. if you do it, you're darned if you don't, because right, right. I would tend to lean towards, uh, you know, you're happy. You're happy. There's no reason to share with it. I mean, exactly. it's a special occasion, whatever, something sure. happens, you go vacation, blah, 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 blah. Right. Sure. But also, we had that uh, listener earlier this week. We helped write a love letter, and I said, yeah, well, I think men in general kind of get complacent. I think it's kind of the same thing. Yeah. Where it's kind of, for me, I think what it is, I'm with you. Of course I do. But, you know, everybody likes nice things said for about For sure. Them. So, you know, there's a sweet ground in the middle. You're never going to find it because the internet's a trash place to be. Yeah. That being said, McCall mentioned the study. I totally agree because might get a little bit of leeway with Valentine's Day, depending on how many posts. Actually, I think sure. that would accelerate it. But there was a study done that said that it can predict when you're going to break up mm-hmm. based solely on your social media post. McCall's intuition versus a study on breakups. That's a matchup <laughs> I want to see. Oh, boy. AJ and McCall at VFX. Because a study was done that says it can predict about three months out when your breakup is going to happen based on social media posts. Right. And the study found basically that you're going to say self-focused things. I, me, mine. And they start thinking about things less analytically and things more emotionally. Right, right. Yes. In about three months or so, you can backtrack it. You'll see where the split is coming. Where the shift is. Yes. That's interesting. Now, we know that McCall has pregnancy ESP. Uh, yeah. E- ESPN. Yeah. Got it. So, what do you think? That being said, I'm not pregnant. I just can tell when people are pregnant. <laughs> she could sense right, right, other right, people right. Anyway, um, I feel like there have been relationships that I have seen that curve happen. Mm-hmm. And as soon as they post something like that, it's like, mm, got it. They're on the rocks. Yeah. I have a memory in mind or a recollection in mind yeah, that yeah. I don't want to share a name, make, but I think there was a specific person that I think we're both friends with on social media. I know you are because mm-hmm. we looked at their posts, but you, they were posting, right? And all of a sudden they were split. And then all of a, then all of a sudden the post started being about their significant other. Someone that lives in the Valley. I don't remember. Thinking yeah. about it, but if you remember, they were just posting, posting, they're getting wrapped up in a lot of politics was a lot of what their posts was. Yes, I do. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then all of a sudden, the unfortunate happened, and who knows why. Yes. No, I would like to say I saw that one coming. I didn't. But looking back at it, yes, I can see exactly where that ended up happening. Because it's very, it's very interesting because like, (sighs) it's very important in a relationship, obviously, to have your own lives. That's something that, I mean, very, very, very important. However, I do see those uh, posts like on on social media that are like doting on your significant other. 
and it's very much like, oh man, I'm so, I'm so grateful for so-and-so. They do everything for me. They do this and this and this and this and this. And it's like, it's like, it's, it's a last ditch effort because they haven't been providing for their significant other emotionally that way in, in the home. (laughs) And so then it's a, Hey, I may as well just project this outwardly. So then everybody is like, what happened? I never would have guessed. You were so nice to them. So, so if you're following along, based on the, the this and the just a couple minutes ago, we we're talking about the, the uh, posting too much. So if you don't post at all, mm-hmm. uh, you post too much. Uh, and so there's a sweet spot somewhere in the middle you're not going to find. But I think more importantly, the actual advice would be what... Uh, we ultimately got to it. The listener who needed help writing a love letter this year. Freaking pay attention. Dang. Just find. I know it sounds dumb. And it, I, I it totally does, wouldn't have believed fine. it when I got here. But the love language thing is super important. Yeah. You have to know what your partner's love language is because it's how they accept that a form of affection. Yeah. But find it. And then just fellas, especially. Like I feel like I'm crazy saying this because I know I am. You get complacent. Like the, the ladies want to hear every once in a while. Hey. What's up, gorgeous? Right. They want it makes their day. Just a little makes something day. like I that. I'm like, not making it up. Did you do your hair different? Like just something is good. Promise. It's it's very very Promise. very good. But then usually after the posts about like how impressive and how amazing those people are, it's always like you gotta find somebody who's gonna take care of you and blah 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 blah. Sometimes you just gotta be the man and the woman and like all of that kind of stuff in the relationship. Like those kinds of posts. Very telling, okay? So when you share it, everybody knows that you're sharing and you're subtweeting technically about these kinds of people. Maybe, just maybe, how you are in relationships is because of family. Yeah. We had a listener call in that was inspired by Florida Not that had a family crime story. And then if you missed yesterday's after show, well, McCall was parented with trauma. <laughs> no. Oh, it's going to be hilarious for the debate today. Love them or hate them, the saying is, family is family. Yeah. AJ and McCall on VFX, and they can be sources of, of <laughs> unending support and joy and happiness, and they can be real pains in the neck. 100%. Look, I think the point of it is if you grow up and you don't have a little bit of emotional or traumatic scars from your family, you're probably not normal. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. You're weird, and I don't know that I want to associate with you. <laughs> or you're just, like, level-headed and, you know, stable. That's weird. Nah, I don't agree with that at all. I don't think so. You got to be prepared <laughs> for what life throws at you. You're mentally weak. You nah, are not prepared for the hiccups that life will challenge so. you with. I don't think so. This all started actually yesterday with a conversation. Liam, inspired by Florida Not, apparently had his own bonus story he wanted to share. Sweet. Ironically enough, from his family. The criminal. So my brother called me yesterday, and I thought you guys would appreciate this story. Yes. So he works at Lowe's down in like Riverton. And there was this couple that was, like, obviously shoplifting. Oh. And so they had, like, like half the store was watching them. <laughs> well, while they are shoplifting in Lowe's, the guy's brother steals his car. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. It gets better. So they go out, and they've got, like, all this, all this, like, they got $1,100 worth of stolen things from Lowe's. The car is gone, so they call the cops. Oh my <laughs> heck, are you kidding me? They call the cops the to say, hey, this guy stole our truck, we'll be in Lowe's. Meanwhile, the people at Lowe's are just sitting there laughing because they saw this whole thing happening. And so the cop gets there and they're like, by the way, we should also arrest them for this $1,100 that they stole. So basically they 
told the cops the cops had arrested them. Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. I was like, wow, you just can't make this stuff up. I would have never expected. Yeah. So while they were in there, his brother stole their vehicle, so they called the cops on themselves, basically. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that is nuts. It'd be quite the family reunion when they get in the jail and they send in the bitch. Like, dude, if you'd waited five more minutes. Seriously, I would have given you a ride. We could have hammered all of this out. Would have been fine. Could have fought over Gosh. the vehicle. We could have given you a cut of the loot, and we probably still would have gone to jail. Because let's be honest, we could have punched each other in the face. Everyone or whatever. knew they were stealing, but right? I- it's very obvious. Coordinate our crimes better. Yeah, maybe one day. Family. Probably not though. <sighs> now. <laughs> and then they don't know. That was just the start of it because, in all honesty, the best teacher in life is obviously experience. Yeah. You know, you burn your hand, you learn, ooh, maybe I should use protection next time I stick my hand in the oven. It's hot. Sometimes that that experience can come in the form of a little bit of scary stories (laughs) to just make sure that you don't go down a path that, uh, at the point in time, people think it's not advisable. Right. For the McCall Taylor... It was being scared away from being an astronaut. <laughs> I swear to goodness you're not ready for this. Oh, my gosh. Now, I have no idea what it takes to be an astronaut. Yeah. I can guess A.J. and McCall for the debate date on VFX. But uh, ultimately, mm-hmm. no idea. But we found out after starting a conversation about Dying Wish, McCall wanted to be an astronaut when she grew up. Yeah. And it's cool. I think a lot of kids ponder that thought at least once in a while. It works its way through the rotation. Right. But apparently, family wasn't feeling that. (laughs) And had an interesting way of uh, making that very clear. I actually, growing up, I always wanted to be an astronaut. And then I watched uh, the Challenger explode. My mom made me watch the video of it. And I was like, you know what? That's a pretty, I'm going to be honest. That's a terrible thing for a parent to do. Oh, this is your dream? Watch all these nice people die in an explosion. No, she just wanted to give me like, you know, grounds for not actually wanting to go to the, to the, to the space. Look, McCall, I know you. She could have just let your natural clumsy nature play that one out and you wouldn't have made it. (laughs) Or you're just not dedication to school. But instead she's like, you know what? Let's traumatize the five-year-old. Watch these people explode and burst into flame. You remember that one time when like I, I got to tell Dustin this story about how like I used to walk with my hands in my pockets and then I stopped walking with my hands in my pockets because my dad told me that if somebody pushed me over I'd break my nose and so then I like calls fa- parental choice or the parents of McCall's I choice I didn't make a trauma. choice Trauma was the way that they decided to parent yeah. McCall. So, so anyway, I told Dustin that. And like, I remember my dad pushed me one time just to like show that, hey, you could actually like trip. Yeah, what parent Get on the ground, and, kid. Yeah, Boom. What, what parent doesn't want to come give their kid a locker shove once in a so while? I told, Here, come hug me. Hat. On the ground. Dustin. He was, check. he was like, <laughs> what? It's like, yeah, it's the same reason why I can't walk with suckers in my mouth. Because if I trip, then I'll, like, stab myself, then I have to have, like, a tracheotomy. Yeah, we, we've covered that one. <laughs> I just, like, what? It's like, it'd be like if, you're, if your dad was a boxer or whatever, you got to keep that left hand up to protect the face, and then one day he just came in and right cross! <laughs> yeah, basically. I told you to keep your hand up! <laughs> I can't believe you didn't do that. Should have done that. <laughs> it just doesn't work that way. <laughs> Trauma. Trauma was the way to go to get to the end result because McCall clearly didn't become an astronaut. <laughs> I guess there's still hope. I, I don't know what the age out process is for that. I, I, I'll, I'll not rule it out. I guess you still could mm, technically. No. 
I'll just uh, mm, pass. I think uh, you have a couple things to work through to get there, but college, yeah. <laughs> Probably, that'd be one I'm gonna of, pass. Think you we'll you could have as many that. suckers you want in space though, because you know they no just gravity. Float. Yeah, <laughs> so you don't have to wait. Check that one off. The oh list. man, but then I'd have to like chase it around the the the. What? Ship? Is that- yes, yes, ship. Learning the lingo. Okay, that's step one for you becoming an astronaut. Lingo first, Crushed then college. It. Ship. But it just. It's Inside like, the building. I think it's. Moving building. I don't want to say fun. Because I don't know. That's not fun for parents. But I'm sure it's an interesting experiment trying to figure out what you could do with kids that will, will traumatize them and won't. Because. <laughs> It's like, watch out, honey. I told the I told the monster to take tonight off. He'll be back tomorrow, though. You like, say that, and then I watch that. I'm th- I will turn 32 in three months. Right. I watched that SCP video that's about fake monsters. There's one that waits for you to put your foot down near the floor off the bed, and he slices off parts of your foot. And I thought, okay, so the the monster under my bed from childhood. I was like, I had like flash it's Vietnam scary. flashbacks. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't do this. See, but the good news is, is that I was taught that like if I fell and I broke my nose, then oh no, that sucks. But then like I'm pretty sure I could sue somebody that pushed me and get my nose paid for. So it's like a win-win. A silver lining, I suppose. Yeah. But See, that's what I was taught. I, just, I grew up I, learning how to find silver linings just in not, situations. Uh, I, don't know, I don't know what the age is. I guess that's over for discussion. Uh, but you know, hey, watch this national disaster. You know, while we're at the Hindenburg Center, it's good that you see this too. Let's just rotate through a few of these. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. Am I ever gonna have kids? I'm not sure, but uh, I, I think I'll file this one away for some something to look back on yeah. later. You're welcome. That's what I'm serving here for. Is a, I'm I'm just a I'm just a purpose of uh, lessons. That's what my purpose is here. <laughs> what not to do. Look, it's going to stick. There's no denying it's stuck. It's fine. <laughs> uh, speaking of scary. Oh, good. This one more an adult thing. Oh, uh, no. I found this out the other day when I was trying to help out. At Ashley's brother broke his leg, right? So he's, Oh, bummer. Right. They need some help around the house. That's and a bummer. I, we were over there not that long ago trying to help out and uh, freaked everyone out by just doing one minor thing with an appliance. <laughs> Great. I can't wait. McCall's already thinking stove. You could, you could just hear it. Of course it. I'm thinking, thinking stove. stove. It wasn't the stove. Did you put a chalupa in the microwave? After Rit Mommy. Oh, no. In about six minutes on VFX. One thing about McCall, <laughs> there's a few things. She loves dogs, makeup, snowboarding. She's also yeah. patient zero for appliances oh. and planners. <laughs> yeah. AJ McCall at VFX. Well, patient zero. She's more the trendsetter for appliances. She's definitely patient zero for uh Planners. planners. But with appliances, so the other day we had to get together because Ash's brother broke his leg. We're right. doing together and we're getting together, bringing him dinner, him and his girlfriend, trying mm-hmm. to help him out. And so we had dinner and I was doing the dishes. And okay. so I, they have a garbage disposal, so I ran it after cleaning up the dishes because we had tacos. Right. I want to make sure it was cleaned up. And apparently it made an unusual sound. Oh, good. And I was like, is there something stuck in there? And I okay. said, I'm looking down at it. And I'm like, I don't think so. So I stuck my hand in to see... And I was like, no, there's nothing in here. And everybody freaked out. I was like, you can't do that. I was yeah, like, it's don't not do all that. of a sudden I'm going to be like, oh, oh, I'm going to flip the switch. I'm going to flip the switch. And they're like, you can't do that. That is the scariest appliance in the house. You can't take it lightly. And Ooh. I thought, probably right, because who hasn't had that momentary flashback of you just being like, ah! What but, happened? But who better to ask than the appliance trendsetter, 
And this is based on real credentials. McCall gets an appliance and all of a sudden everybody in my life at least gets it. My bad. Is it the scariest appliance in the house? I'm going to say no. No. I was having this thought actually the other day. Beloved appliance by all. I swear Mostly, if you stay at the stove slash oven. No. Mostly producer butters. <laughs> I am terrified of the Instant Pot just exploding. Spontaneously just, combusting. Like I, There is so much pressure was- in that son of a gun. What happens if that just explodes and then I get okay. shrapnel everywhere? I, I will I will validate this a little bit. Yes, because if I leave my crock, we have our crock pot go for a long time, right? You do the set it and forget it dishes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And eventually the lid will freak out and it does the, it'll vibrate a little bit. And that's just the crock pot. Right. So yeah, all right. Like, sure. Like I can for, listen to this. For some reason. I'll hear this. The instant pot. I'm glad you brought this up because the instant, I don't have, okay. I don't have an air fryer. I don't have like a frying, um, appliance i don't even know what no an air fryer maybe but like a deep fryer that's the word i'm looking for (laughs) we used to have a deep fryer at my mom's house right and um when i was growing up and the deep fryer kind of scared me just because like you worry if it's gonna spill on somebody and then you get like hot oil burns like those are there are terrifying we suffer from called the void so you just occasionally (laughs) you're gonna be like like, what if i fry my whole hand yeah and it's like yeah why would i I think that but that that being said i really do think that the the instant pot is the most terrifying or like a pressure cooker of sorts because like i just think about i just think about the pressure what one day happens if that thing is just like Eh, like, it'd be terrifying. Like, I'm worried it's going to explode and go through my ceiling up into my bedroom and, like, bounce off, bounce through my bed. And then I'd be Chicken like, well, shrap well everywhere. now I got to freaking buy a new bed. And, you know, everything else in my kitchen since it's ruined. Like, that, for some reason, is, like, the most terrifying appliance. Like, yes, garbage disposal, sure. You know, you would hope that no ghost comes over and is like, <laughs> boop. But, I mean, you just never know. You got to make friends with those. <sighs> and for a VFX inside joke, McCall, if it does explode, good news. As long as it took 20 minutes, it'll be fall off the bone chicken that's spread all over your house. Yeah, that'll be the best. I love it when I have to clean up fall off the bone chicken that's spread all over my house. I, dude, terrifying to me. Terrifying to me. We have our uh, explosion predictions. If, yes. you, if you're unfamiliar, the AJ McCall show every year predicts the Super Bowl. <laughs> In an unusual and messy way. Speaking of exploding. <laughs> yeah, right. Spontaneously combusting. So that is still to come. Before we get there, though, speaking of a player involved in the big game, uh, a man after my own heart. Because let's be honest, when it comes to working out, and I, the, most of New Year's resolutions have to do with eating better, losing weight, all that. It's about willpower. Uh-huh. Sometimes you just don't have it. Well, Gronkowski, Gronk, for oh, the yeah. Bucks, had to get into shape. So they had to, of course, do it via Zoom, right, with all the pandemic. And so he did it. But he found a way to give him some days off from his daily testing. Oh, okay. Genius. Six minutes after the latest from Ed Sheeran on VFX. Sometimes you just want to find a shortcut. Just yeah. It's just a fact of life. Yeah. AJ McCall at VFX. And you throw an exercise, and I think there's plenty of people like, look, there's plenty of days where I'm like, ugh. I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling no. it. No. <laughs> so Gronk plays for the Bucks in the game Sunday, right? So he was retired up until this year for, I think, a like year and a half, two uh-huh. and a half years. Uh-huh. AJ McCloud VFX. So, of course, they wanted to make sure he was getting in shape. He had what? to put muscle back on to play football. He plays very physical position. So they had a sprint test for him. Okay. So he had to run sprints each day, and he had to record them and send them in. 
And he thought, well, I don't want to commit to doing this each day. So what it's been reported he did is he ran the sprints all on the same day, just put on different short, short, short Genius. shirts and shirts. And then just sent them in on different days. But yeah, look, I did my sprints today. I mean, you're not supposed to do that, but like... I mean, technically, he still did do his fitness. You find a workaround. <laughs> I can't fault you for that one, buddy. A uh, question then it comes to... Uh, do you ever have any uh, work uh, sneak tricks? Work tricking? Any something like that? Maybe at work, you maybe a little, little tricky to get out of something? <sighs> 2020, I feel like, has just been... Just a whole swerve. In all I, um, like if we did more Zoom calls, it'd probably way to get around that. I feel dangerous in saying anything, so I'm just not going to say anything because I don't want to get fired. One of my favorites that we talk about all the time, and I really want to do at some point, especially now that I think Zoom, FaceTime, all that's going to carry more weight going forward, even post-pandemic, is get an AJ and McCall cardboard cutout. That'd be sweet. And just be able to put them places. Yeah, what do you t- We're right there. Can we just get a loop going of like me sitting and then just nodding my head? Because I do that. <laughs> like, that's normal. <laughs> so if I just sit and I just nod my head. That's actually not a bad idea. Thank either. you. A loop would be good. A loop. Some kind of... Uh, some kind of... Uh, cardboard cutout just to be like oh, yeah, we're in we're in the van we're, look, we're right here there. see we're right there rolling rolling yeah we're here that's the shortcut i really want to definitely <laughs> i think that's a good move vfx's park narks every week the aj mccall show does what we can to try and clean up valley parking just a little bit at a time that's what we can you know look, nothing's gonna bat 100 percent, but if we bat 50 and that look, means one you, of our nominees out of the two each week. That's not right. Not being a jerk anymore. That's right. And you know, you can't you can't bat fifty if you just never try. You know, so we may as well get out there and see what we can do to be able to clean up parking in the valley. And if it works, great. And if it doesn't, then you know what? We had fun. That's all that matters. In the words of Michael Scott, you miss one hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Wayne Gretzky. Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> Crushed it. Thanks, Michael Scott. How many number one this week? How many lines can I touch? And this is one of those photos I feel like the longer you stare at it, the, the more worse it, it gets. Yeah, the more it biffs up your brain. Yeah, because obviously we're pretty sh- we're focusing on the silver car in the yep. left of the picture. If you've looked at it, Utah's VFX on our social media. But the I think the white car's parked correctly. I think the blue SUV is maybe. But I think just, so too. Looking from a smidge of a distance from my distance from me to my mind, it just the longer you look, like I have no idea who's wrong and who's right. You know, I feel like I wish is it the blue car? It's the one that's neck like directly through from yeah. the silver car. Yeah. Like I feel like my brain wants it to park incorrectly <laughs> to finish off the square. <laughs> that's fair. No, it's fair. You want it to turn towards. Yeah, yeah I'm I like, got please? you. I got you. Nominee number one. How many lines can I touch? Nominee number two. Kiss the crowd. And as McCall mentioned earlier, comment uh, was Skyler, right? Mm-hmm. Said, nah, not that big a deal. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Anger. <laughs> He's taking up two spots. I think that's kind of obnoxious. Also, I don't think it impedes the cart workers' uh, space, but how about, I don't know, just letting them, <laughs> just give them, give them a little bit of room. Nah, that's boring. Frankly, uh, to me, it's just taking uh, matters into your own hands because just a little bit further. Skirt, skirt. Oops. Ding. My bad. That being said, McCall, the voters decided. Yeah. Number two does get the benefit of the doubt. What? Okay. The overwhelming majority thought that they looked at number one long enough and it just blew their brain. They said, no, nah, whatever. That I, can't, one. I can't. I can't. But it's that one. Okay. Number one, the Narker gets Johnny O'Sputnets gift card. If you want to qualify for one, it's really easy. Yeah. 
See bad parking, take picture bad parking, send to Utah's VFX. Ta-da! Monday, two more terrible parking spots will go head-to-head, and we will collectively get together to decide which one is the worst in Cache Valley. We also found out, according to our explosion picks... Here's here's my favorite, favorite uh, experiment. I was like, what? Experiment, if you will. You know, earlier I said I don't think it's works, not because we don't clean up, but because it's loud. But after McCall cleaned up the microwave, I think it kind of is works because it seems like that's maybe two times. There's maybe two times a year. I think sometime later this year, mm-hmm. it'll be disgusting and someone will point someone it will out. Someone will just clean it out. Someone will volunteer to do it because right. they're a good trooper. And right. then now. Right. Now and so only two times that it ends up getting, getting cleaned out. But honestly, it's one of my favorite predictors of who's going to win the uh, superb owl, if you will. <laughs> For for lawsuit purposes. VFX's Facebook roulette. What post did you share that either McCall or myself found and decided, yeah, that's the best one I found on the internet today. AJ Knight, McCall Taylor, find us at us on Facebook because this could happen. McCall, whose did you land on? Well, I landed on my friend Donna's post and it says, it's okay if today wasn't your day. We'll try again tomorrow. It's fair. Yeah. I land my friend Eddie. Waiter, kids under 12 eat free. Dad, he's 10. Kid, actually, I'm dad. Yeah, that. I feel that to my very core. You can win. <laughs> I'm a kid under 12. Somebody give me a beanie. Got to cover the wrinkles. As a kid. Oh, man. Didn't get it. As a dad, or as a parent, as an adult. A- none of those things. None of the first two words I said. As an adult. That's better. Thank as you. As an adult. Yeah. Backhand through the wall. I got you. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up! Stop it, kid! Shut up! <laughs> the AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor, find us at us across all social media, just like Utah's VFX. Facebook uh, has the, of course, explosion predictions for the big game on Sunday. I'm so excited! Fourth year we've done it, unshockingly, because this is be we're going to celebrate the fourth year anniversary this summer of the AJ and McCall show. That's right. Can yeah. we have a pizza party just like at like a I trampoline like four park? Four years is a big deal. Well, yeah. I mean, look, if I'm going to be celebrating a fourth. Like a four-year-old kid's birthday, I want to go to a trampoline park. Trampoline park, pizza. I'm on board. Good. I think that's reasonable. Four Sick. years is a We're long making time. it happen. Four years is a long time. So it's been three for three. We'll see if it's four for four. We'll find out on Monday. And then, of course, make sure you find uh, utahsvfx.com to sign up for the Cupid's Get Bag giveaway. You see bad parking. Send it to our social media. Utah's VFX <laughs> picture, obviously, not the park, the car itself. Right. Right. But uh, follow along to get entered for those Sarah Noni Blakey giveaways. Have lots of food. Be safe this weekend. Yeah. Please drive. Oh, yeah. Nicely. Yeah, especially this morning going into tomorrow. It's a little bit snowy. And for selfish reasons, the mountain is going to be beautiful. So maybe don't go up there so I can have it all to myself. (laughs) Just kidding. And until Monday for the AJ (laughs) McCall Show. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. Thanks for listening to VFX.